Welcome back to Be More, where we inspire you to be a little bit more of every role within the Salesforce ecosystem. For today's session, we are talking about why it's important to focus on mental health and illness with Be More Mental Health. We're going to explore what it means to kind of embody this topic in your day-to-day -day working life and how it has a Salesforce flavored spin on top of it as well. So I'm joined today by Katie. So Katie, are you able to introduce yourself for our audience, please? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, my name's Katie Villanueva. I am a Salesforce administrator at 10K. Um, I'm also the mental health and illness user group leader um, for the mental health and illness user group. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you on today and I'm looking forward to this conversation. So we're going to be talking about your role in today's session and I guess your role for the purposes of this episode is ultimately the mental health and illness user group. So if you could introduce that role for us, really, what does the user group do? Where does it help? And ultimately what it's set out to achieve? Sure. The user group is a very special user group. Um, we have come together um, by connecting on this level in an area that is not always open, safe, or available to trailblazers in the Salesforce uh, ecosystem um, about mental health and mental illness. So I found that there were a lot of us that want to talk about these things. Um, and some of us relate it to, and also how to work with mental health struggles or mental mm -hmm. illness issues uh, in the workplace too. So I created this group so that we can not only end the stigma around it to make it easier to talk about, particularly in our workplaces, um, but uh, I want to end the stigma. I want to bring education and resources to the Trailblazer community about places to go when they're in need of help or um, how to learn about uh, either your own diagnosis or particularly someone close to you in your life's uh, diagnosis and also share stories because there's a little bit of a, a tagline that in, in the group that we say trailblazers are never alone. Um, we can connect more uh, in a meaningful way uh, on a level that we didn't expect if we're brave enough to open up to each other about this stuff. And this space creates, or this user group creates that space for us to do just that. Okay, awesome. Well, it sounds like it's a really important user group and it's playing a really important role as somebody who tries to be in tune with my own mental health. I can certainly relate to the importance of that and kind of keeping it in check. Um, and it's great that a user group exists for that forum. So if you're thinking about the user group and ultimately thinking about the type of content really that you cover, what type of sessions can people expect if they attend? Yeah, yeah, um, it's, I wouldn't say it's all over the board. It's, uh, it's some, we've had, our first session was great. It was, um, it, uh, 
it was well attended. There was a lot of warm welcome from the community for it. We had a therapist. Our first session, we actually had oh, a wow. therapist come on. <laughs> and it took place uh, after uh, Thanksgiving, uh, the U.S. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and um, before the, the holidays. And uh, it was themed, it's okay to not be okay yeah. during the holidays. Because, you know, there's that dark side of the holidays that people aren't sure how to navigate or speak up about, you know, the stress or holidays aren't so happy for a lot of people because it serves as reminders or particularly hard time in their life to, to do some of the things, but there's this forced joyfulness around it that everyone feels like they have to meet this bar, the standard. Mm. Um, And it's really stressful. And we had a therapist lead a discussion about how to manage, um, those things during that time. And it was really great. Uh, then we've had, um, we've had people uh, come on about goal setting and how mm-hmm. to not just set your goals, but how to keep a healthy frame of mind while working towards your goals. Cause we can beat ourselves up and, and internalize yeah. that. Um, and that work and that, you know, we were able to connect on goals, particularly in the Salesforce community, like I want to receive this certification or I want this kind of job or whatever. Like, so we were able to come together over common, common goals that we would share in, in this uh, industry. And then we've had um, just recently we had John Sawyers on and he was talking about uh, how to understand your emotional API. He Hmm. broke down your feelings into APIs and made this huge metaphor that could maybe relate to a way that people don't know how to express how they're feeling, but make sense of things that they know and understand and probably love because yeah. I love everything that I do in Salesforce. And I'm just assuming everybody does too. <laughs> That's why we do it. Um, so that was a really cool conversation. I have brought NAMI, which is the National Alliance of Mental Illness, to come and talk mm-hmm. about their services to the community. So I just bring anybody who wants to share their stories and just open up. We had a panel about ADD, and that was really well received. Though it's not mm-hmm. a mental illness, it really impacts people's mental health and their well being. Um, and, and how they manage the workplace. And people came and, and uh, had big conversations about what do I do in this situation when I'm at work? Or what do I do in this situation, um, you know, within my own family or whatever. So it all does relate back to Salesforce because we're all connected through Salesforce. And the conversation yeah. seems to find its way back to Salesforce or <laughs> to our Trailblazer community. And um, it just takes it a step further to this personal space. Um, and the, the, that's, just, that's just the sessions I like to bring. It doesn't have to be one thing or another. It's an eclectic uh, collection of different types of conversations that just need to be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And I think that's really important to open the conversation and ultimately talk about topics that perhaps people have common ground about and put a little Salesforce flavor on it as well. Right. I forgot to mention our favorite, the favoritest ones that people love to go to is the coloring sessions. Oh, okay. 
So at TDX and at Dreamforce, and mm -hmm. I applied for TDX this year, um, we had a, a, a meetup in person, being that it's a virtual group, it's an in-person meetup where we color and we color the, uh, the, the Salesforce coloring books. And <laughs> it's a place to decompress and step away from the conference, have mm. some quiet time. Maybe your social batteries are, are um, <laughs> drained or... Yeah. Maybe you just need to take a break or, you know, people feel self-conscious at, at the, um, at the conferences too. And that's, you know, kind of been discussed out um, in mm. the Twitter space. And, and, yeah. and so this is a place to create um, friendships and conversations or a place to just have a space at a table and color and decompress. So it's something we do. Um, we do it at witness success as well. Uh, here in the states where we color we had a big poster and everybody contributed it was a group effort and it's it's beautiful <laughs> yeah i've got a coloring book somewhere and some pencils and i i certainly relate to kind of how therapeutic it can be and almost like taking yourself out of the situation that you're in you just kind of put yourself almost in like in that coloring book right that's where your brain is at you focus on that and ultimately it is therapeutic. It does help you calm down. So yeah. it's, it, I think the value of that is kind of perhaps a little bit underestimated. And I can certainly also relate to like the big sales horse events, like my, your emotional batteries, social batteries, whatever you want to call them being drained. Like last time I was at Dreamforce, I kind of had to just take myself for a walk and listen to some music and kind of recharge a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I should have really probably done some coloring, but I'll definitely look out for that next time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be there. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So thinking about this as something for people to kind of learn more about and kind of make sure, as I say, they kind of keep an eye on their mental wellness really. Is there any kind of advice that you would give for somebody who's maybe thinking about attending the group but maybe kind of hasn't made the step just yet is yeah. there anything kind of there that you would would kind of share to encourage them to to do join and participate sure well for any I would just put it out there if anybody wanted to talk to me about it um you know confidentially privately you can mm. always uh, DM me, whether it be on LinkedIn or, or Twitter um, or in uh, the community. And I'd be yep. happy to answer any questions or um, just make them feel at ease if, if they, you know, have concerns. But it's, I can only express how safe of a space it is. It's been well received. People are being respectful of each other and each other, what anybody feels to share, they, they want to share. Um, some people are on camera, some people aren't, you know, it's, yeah. a, you know, it's, it's, um, a welcoming space and I'm really proud of the respect the community has shown it when we do meet. So, yeah. um, I can only assure you that it's, it's a safe space. Yeah. Awesome. But, yeah. Happy to talk to anybody that they want to privately though about it. Yeah, and you always run your events virtually as well, so anybody can dial in from around the world, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, it's all virtual. 
<laughs> okay, awesome. Well, that's that's great. You certainly got a wide audience there as Salesforce professionals and anybody kind of wanting to learn more about mental health and, and illness. So that's that's great. So kind of flipping the questions a little bit on their head, but thinking about somebody that's kind of aware of their own mental health or mental illness, are there any tips or advice that you would give to those looking to kind of keep on track of your mental health and illness just to make sure that things like don't get too overwhelming are there any kind of techniques or things that you've learned that have worked for you yeah um well my my go-to is you know a healthy lifestyle um is uh, you treat your body well and your mind will you're treating your mind as well um so i work out regularly i eat uh clean meals i I've actually lowered my alcohol intake, which alcohol is a depressant. Mm -hmm. I still enjoy myself from time to time, but um, I've definitely cut back and I feel better too. And doing those things and make taking care of my body makes me more able to cope with stress and it doesn't consume me. The stress doesn't consume mm. me because I'm more equipped to handle it because I'm getting good sleep, you know, um, I'm, I'm recharging. So definitely taking care of your, your body is the best way for me to take care of my own mental health. I also would suggest, um, therapy, whether not only when you feel like you need it, but every once in a while, it's like, I call it a tune-up. You go and get your car. <laughs> yeah checked out even though it's doing fine you still go get it checked out make sure everything's working I go see a therapist and just do a check-in and um make sure you know somebody's checking in on me for sure <laughs> yeah but also for me to check in with myself um because things can get past us or we're not processing everything that we probably could or or should because we live in a very fast on the go lifestyle now. yeah it's technology <laughs> and kids maybe yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so uh, those are definitely two two big ones that I would do to maintain a, a good mental uh health atmosphere for yourself lifestyle because it is a lifestyle it's mm -hmm. not something that you just say you're going to do it's a lifestyle um and it just ends up being habit at, at some point yeah okay awesome and I, I think it's great kind of reflecting a little bit on what you said there about kind of almost having that check-in with your therapist kind of check in with almost yourself really and, and your feelings and kind of perhaps dig into areas with with the therapist if things are getting too much or problems are occurring that you don't really notice, right? Do you think that's part of the motivation there? Oh, for sure. I mean, how many times have we like, you know what the saying, cry over spilled milk and you're like, yeah. why is this happening? <laughs> it's because you have all this stuff in you that you haven't processed or let out because mm. we're busy and, and things were okay and things are okay. And, and just because you have this moment doesn't mean we're, going through something or it's an episode which is really scary for people like me mm. who are bipolar and have um 
you know, have episodes, but you can still have a bad day and it doesn't have to be the end of the world. Um, but those therapists help you through those bad days or they help you have less as many bad days. They have fewer bad days because yeah. you are processing your days, you know, and stuff like that. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that that's great. Yeah. And I think kind of almost on the subject of almost letting it out, like something that I don't tell many people that I'm now going to share here is like, sometimes if I need to cry, I will encourage myself to cry. I think that like in terms of letting it out, for some reason I have this instinct and I'm sure other people have an instinct as well. If they want to cry to stop themselves from crying, right? I think for me, I've learned it's a great outlet to like, if it comes, if, if the urge happens to let it out, because otherwise I'm kind of, you kind of push it back in, right? And kind yeah. of keep it underneath. What, what do you think about that? Oh, I think I 100% agree. And it's like my grandma always said, better out than in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just eats you up on the inside. It's yeah. It has nowhere to go and it'll turn on you. And it'll be a bigger deal than what it actually is by the time it does come out. So handle it in the moment. Um, you're right. Like I, I want to make, like, I can't make myself cry, but I'll go watch a movie and I'll catch my feelings in the movie and mm. I'll be, you know, the, the movie will pull the feelings out of me or whatever. If I'm, yeah. if I need that release or if I need to work out. That is another way of releasing where maybe I'm not crying. I won't feel like crying afterwards because I got those endorphins and I healed my mind mm -hmm. from those endorphins from that moment. But I did something about it. Regardless, to your point, I did something about it. I recognized those feelings and I I did something um, and paid attention to them. So however anybody feels they need to do it <laughs> go do yeah. it don't, ignore, don't push it down don't push it away because it's just going to eat you up later yeah and I think that that's a good point as well because ultimately different things work for different people like just because something works for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you and and vice yeah. versa right everybody's different and sometimes through trial and error you kind of have to work out what's the right way right and this is the conversations that we have in the user group sometimes at the end of q a's like people bring what they do to the table and we learn from each other um and i just love that the group does that or has the space to do that for people to connect yeah i think that's super important because ultimately you might share something that somebody else will then go on to practice or, or make sure that they do and that could really help and that can make a a big difference right so i think that's super valuable and important so kind of thinking about your own journey a little bit now but the user group has been running for a couple of years now right one one okay one, yeah we had our anniversary in november and we're going towards our second and it's just had a bigger impact than i could have imagined so I'm really proud of our one year yeah. <laughs> and looking forward to many more. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, looking forward to all the virtual cake as well. 
<laughs> for for all of the upcoming anniversaries and, and celebrations that's great so thinking about your your journey appreciate it's been a little bit short so far but if you were to do something again is there anything you would change or do differently thinking about how things have developed and and what's happened yeah so the user group has only been around for one year but my push for advocacy within the, the community has been going on for um, two years or more, um, maybe going on three. Um, so it's not, it's new, but it's not new. Um, and I think I, I wouldn't have changed anything looking back. Everything happened organically. And for the folks that don't know, maybe I should have put this in my intro, um, but this all started from a session that I had at my local user group. I didn't know anything about the Trailblazer community and um, it was a new group and we needed content and they asked somebody to speak. And I was just going to talk about how much I love Salesforce. <laughs> yeah. I know it would have been a really boring session for so many people. <laughs> but um, when I sat down to write that session and talk and, and think about what I was going to say, I, I dove deep, a lot deeper than I expected. And I said, why do I like Salesforce so much? What attracts me to it? And what I came up with was that Salesforce helps me with my bipolar disorder. And I was able to categorize it um, with an acronym, CRM. The CRM <laughs> helps me manage my relationships with my bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And that stands for courage, respect, and mindfulness. Courage to speak up and say how I'm feeling in moments, because there's a lot of times I don't understand what I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, I need help processing things. Um, I need like guardrails. Um, so, uh, respect because I didn't respect myself for a long time. I didn't understand what was happening to me. I didn't understand why things were so hard emotionally. My emotions were going unchecked and I struggled with a lot of depression and anxiety. And I was initially diagnosed with impression, a depression and, and anxiety disorder. Um, but the medications for it and the therapy wasn't working. So I thought that that was my life, that I'm going to have to live like this for a very long time. And that turned inward. And I was caught in a cycle of self-harm for upwards of 10 years. And it even came down to where I battled suicidal thoughts. And I talk about this in my session. But I, after a particular event, I um, were where I was deciding whether I was going to attempt suicide or not. I uh, decided that I actually didn't want that for myself. Um, and there was a will to live in me, deep, deep down, mm -hmm. that I couldn't recognize at the time, but I, I discovered it. And that's when I decided I was gonna respect myself. And then that helped me go seek out help. And I got the right kind of help and I got the right diagnosis and I got the right kind of medication, but I still needed to be more mindful of the situations I was putting myself in, how I was processing things, yeah. who I was with and how I lived my life. 
henceforth the exercise and the um and the uh the food and taking care of myself and when i brought this session it got accepted to a couple different conferences and eventually dreamforce and i spoke about this and i found that a lot of people were like me and we, I saw the community amongst all these people, that there is a community here. And Salesforce saw a recording of my session and the community team wanted to work with me building this user group up because that was my request. I said, there's enough content here. There's enough backing for us to mm-hmm. do something. Yeah. Um, I said, how do we do this? And they were open and willing to work with me on it. And so it just naturally happened. Um, and then I have Gilda, the, the swag fairy marketing magic genius behind me. Yeah. Who gave us a hashtag and said, we should really hashtag this. And <laughs> logo. And, and that logo is kind of a banner that we've all started to come around. Mm. And and, and, and it's something that represents us. And so we found an identity too, as a user group. Um, and it's caused, I think, some success and resonates with people. So there's nothing I would have changed. N- no bit of information I, I wouldn't yeah. have shared um, to, to make it into what it is today. Yeah. And well, I, I, I stick to that, those goals. Um, uh, when I work with the planning for the sessions ahead for this, for this community, your, for this user group, you know, and the stigma and help people find their courage mm-hmm. and respect and, and the mindfulness. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. And I certainly love how, again, it's got like a Salesforce spin on it and it's awesome to know that the Salesforce team are so behind you and, and Gilda and, I mean, she just has amazing shoes whenever I see her. That's, <laughs> that's all I want to say about that, I think. I like when she wears the leather pants. I'm like, you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's out there, you know? Um, yeah. So that's great. And it's really good to have somebody like Salesforce, like the community team on your side, because they can make things happen. And all of a sudden you're running user group, connecting with people and helping people around the world so i think it's helpful Mm. i got i got a tweet that it was at kosovo dreaming that they were talking about the group and its resources and i was like oh my gosh we made it to kosovo from (laughs) kentucky we made it to kosovo and i've heard it come up uh out in the uk as well and it's just so it blows my mind but um yeah you know salesforce could have easily said no or say what is Mm. this it's just one person you know like they it's I am forever thankful for them being open uh to hear me out and do something you know Mm -hmm. so that's it's priceless yeah (laughs) and and it proves it just takes one person to speak up to use their voice to make a difference right and to start spreading that kind of those ripples right throughout the community yeah Awesome. Well, kind of moving on a little bit, but if there's anything you'd like to change or make people more aware of 
on the broad topic of mental health and mental illness, is there kind of a misconception that people have around this area? Is there anything that people kind of think, oh, okay, it's this because of the, the subject matter type thing. Is there anything you'd like to kind of clarify for our audience or kind of debuff, debust a myth about? Oh man, that is a loaded question. And yeah. <laughs> about this for more than we got time for. <laughs> There's so many angles that you can look uh, at that question from. Yeah. You know, um, if I want to debunk anything, I, I said this in the admin keynote when um, they highlighted the group. I said, you know, if you're you're an awesome admin out there with bipolar disorder you can do this job. You can do it too, because I'm doing this job. You can do this job. And I told everybody, there's there's nothing to stigmatize. Um, we just have to learn. We have to educate ourselves on how to live with it, how to work with it, how to not be afraid of it, how not to be afraid of others. You know, I can go on for all the things. Um, the stigma is the fear from both yeah. sides, you know, um, People who don't have it, people who do have it, people who have loved ones in their lives that have it. Um, how do I handle it? It's fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And that's why the education is so important. And that's why the representation is so important because you can show I can do this job. Yeah. I may have bipolar disorder and I do have big feelings and it's a struggle sometimes, but I can still be a really good admin. And it's that's why it's so important to have conversations is so that those truths come out, but also so that solutions come out so we can bridge the gap between management and, um, you know, the folks that report to them. But then you also have to consider management might be str struggling with yeah. this. It's not just one way. So um, I think with those conversations, we can end the stigma, we can get educated, we don't have to fear the unknown and we can work with it from all sides, whether you have it or you don't, or if you're just going through a hard time, you know? Yeah. I think that's really important and definitely resonate with like, sometimes it's difficult, right? Because sometimes the fear, the anxieties, the stress almost attack you in different ways, but it's important to, ultimately yeah not being taken over by the fear um because sometimes it can feel really big right it can consume you it can become and i've certainly experienced this myself like it can just become everything right and everything is the fear and suddenly you're doing nothing and you're withdrawing from everything and it's just it yeah. can be it can be a lot so i really like hand on heart like relate to what you just said and i think it's really valuable and really important to have groups like this to even just start the conversation about it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to not be okay. And, and those things are like really powerful messages that I wish to an extent, like throughout education, something, somebody would have told me those messages because that would have helped me, you know, in the future, actually talk about it easier and things. Yeah. If you want to bring it back full circle, it's what makes us happy, productive workers mm. delivering this awesome Salesforce product. Yeah. See, and it does, it always comes back to Salesforce, doesn't it? <laughs> Some way or the other. 
relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm afraid we are having to bring the session to a close, but before we do go, how can people connect with you and your content and the group? Oh, um, well, like I said, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Twitter with a Twitter handle that has a typo that has haunted me since the birth of my Twitter. <laughs> so on my Facebook, I write my posts, Captain's Logs. Right. All my posts are Captain's Logs. So on Twitter, I went on to make Captain's Logs, but uh, which as it turns out, it was used, but I accidentally put a typo. It's cat tins logs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm on Twitter. Um, and then of course you can look me up in the community as well. So I'll be there. Yeah. And you can also search for the group on the Trailblazer community under Salesforce mental health and illness, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Almost forgot about that. The most important part. <laughs> It's fine. I'll I'll put the links in the description so people can follow those. Oh, so yeah, that's great. So thanks again for your for your time today. And it's been great to have this chat. Thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about all the things I love to talk about. <laughs> thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to Be More with Tom Bassett. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave any feedback in the comments.